Great day and welcome to the podcast, She Who Believes, where we encourage you to celebrate you and to stretch your faith. We celebrate because we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We celebrate because our God who makes no mistakes created you and I, and he did his best work. He created us all in, on, and for a purpose. And it is our desire to see that purpose fulfilled in the earth. We start with celebrating our God and that purpose today. Oh yes, God chose you specifically for a time such as this. But before I get too far ahead of myself, let's make our declaration. This is a declaration of faith. We declare it because it is the word of God, which is our, which is also our sword. It destroys such things as low self-esteem, doubt, fear, anguish, anxiety, and the like. The word of God destroys all things that are not of God and that are not his will for our lives. The word of God is established in heaven and it shall be established in the earth. And we are all going to do our part to ensure that our little corner of the earth knows that our God, our big God is real and that he is great. Well, for those of you who may be listening to us for the first time, the scripture that we're making this declaration from is Luke 1 Now you can read this in any version you choose. I will be reading from the English Standard Version of the Bible. Again, it's Luke 1 and 45, and it reads as follows. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Now we're going to move on to the part I enjoy the most about this declaration. And that is when we replace the word she in this verse with our very own names. We are making the word of God personal for us. I pray you'll join us and that you'll make it personal for you. Here we go. And blessed is Vivian who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Today's podcast is entitled No Comparison, but not the word no spelled N-O, but the word no spelled K-N-O. W. It is important that every believer understand that she or he has a purpose in this earth. God does nothing by happenstance or coincidence. Everything that God does has purpose right down to him creating you. Now I know that someone just thought, well, (laughs) this Vivian has no idea the circumstances surrounding how I even came to be in the earth. So there's no way she's speaking to me. Well, God knows. He knows all and he knew that you'd be listening today. Whether your today is the day that this podcast is recorded and released or whether it's 10,000 years later, God knew. And well, here we are. These words you'll hear today were given with you in mind. Are you still doubtful? Well, I'll prove it all to you on the other side of this message from our sponsor. Are you looking to start your year off on a clean slate? Well, 
Let our Sparkly Clean Services team take cleaning off your plate. Give us a call today at 727-678-6478 or visit our website at sparklycleanservices.com. If you can get it dirty, we'll get it sparkly clean. Welcome back. You're listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, and I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. Well, today we're talking about no comparison. And as we stated before the break, it is the no that is spelled K-N-O-W. So let's do just that. Let's get some knowledge. The definition of the word no is to be aware of through observation, inquiry, inquiry, or information. It also means to have developed a relationship with someone through meeting and spending time with them, being familiar or friendly with. The word comparison means to the act or instance of comparing. Now, comparison is one of the most prevalent and deadly tools that the enemy of our soul uses. In this day and age, he does so largely through media and specifically through social media. Now, I am not someone who is against technological advances. Because of them, I am able to record in Studio C here in my home, edit and broadcast this podcast and make it available to millions. I perform a large percentage of my ministry tasks from home. My blog has been viewed by over 35,000 from Israel to Hong Kong. In this month alone, many have have been reached in places such as Hong Kong, Russia, the UAE, Argentina, Brazil, Germany, Spain, France, Mexico, and of course the U.S. I'm able to counsel and coach others throughout the world on online platforms. I share this information with you strictly to prove that I am not at all against advancement. For without it, none of what I just mentioned to you would take place. And I give God all glory and honor for it all. But what I am not for is the comparison that this avenue of technology has been used to create. It has always been a tool of the enemy to use our sight and our feelings against us. We can scroll the screens of any social media platform you choose and find perfectly staged pictures from family photos to acts of kindness that just happen to be recorded. Now again, none of these things are sin or wrong. We just have to keep it all in perspective. Excuse me. So for many people today, We will look at pictures and begin to compare in some way the person in the picture to the person we are. Have you ever done this? Be honest. Have you ever taken a look at a picture, something that represents one still moment in time and compared your entire life, a span of time to one very single moment? That moment, one moment out of 135 different shots that that person actually had to take two hours to construct, to get the perfect picture, you compare that to your life. Why? 
What has made us belittle the creations of God? It's simple. We have begun to walk by sight instead of by faith. You may believe that the two have nothing to do with one another, but I'm here to assure you that they do. The options and choices are simple. We either choose what we see or we choose what we know. We should know who we are, to whom we belong, and know that the life God has called us to, there is no comparison to it. We must stand against what we see, just as Jesus did here in Matthew 4, verse 1 through 11. Again, I'm reading from the English Standard Version, and it reads as follows. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you. And on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again, it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone shall you serve. Then the devil left, and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. Now, this scripture used to kind of baffle me a little, because I used to think, why would the Spirit lead him into the wilderness to be tempted by the enemy? God will often allow the Spirit to lead, the Spirit will often lead you into a place for you to be tested, tempted. Not because God is tempting you to do wrong or trying to encourage you to do wrong. It has always been about God's victory, his glory, and about his power. The Lord allowed Jesus to be led here to prove once and for all, once and again, that the enemy had no power. The enemy used every single tool, the ones he still uses to this day, to try to convince the savior of the world that he was not the savior of the world. But no matter what the enemy said or showed him, Jesus did not move on the written word of God. He continued to say it is written because the word of God has been established. It is our power. It is what we stand on. It is what we use as believers in this life. It's what we believe. It's what we live by. So as you go through challenges in life, as you look at pictures, as you compare things in this life, do not be moved by things you see. Even by how you feel, Jesus was hungry 
40 days and 40 nights. Our congregation has been fasting and in consecration this month. We didn't even fast an entire 21 days from food. We had weeks set aside and certain days set aside. And some of us struggled even in that. But here our savior is 40 days, 40 nights in the same bodies that we are, we are in. So he felt fatigue. He was tired. He was hungry. As I love to say, my stomach is touching my back. I'm certain Jesus's stomach was touching his back. He was hungry, but our Lord was not moved by what he saw or by what he felt. The word for you today is to stop being moved by what you see and what you feel. Who God says you are is who you are, not what you feel and not what the enemy shows you or even what he says. His words, his everything lost his power thousands of years ago on the cross. Believe the word of God. It is still just as certain today as it was thousands of years ago. For right before in the scripture, before this time, the Lord has shone down a light from heaven and said, this is my son and who I am well pleased. Hear ye him, hear him. So the Lord had already established who Christ was. The Lord has already established who you are. For some of you, he said you're a business owner. Some he said you're a best-selling author. Some he has said you are mothers, a mother of children, of many children, yet you have not birthed a child yet. What are you going to believe? Are you going to believe what you feel when your heart is broken and you feel disappointed? Or are you going to believe the word of God? Well, I want you to know K-N-O-W, that God is real. He's true and he's sure. I also like to ask you to hold on for just a moment while we have a message from our sponsor and I'll meet you back on the other side. Are you looking to start your year off on a clean slate? Well, let our Sparkly Clean Services team take cleaning off your plate. Give us a call today at 727-678-6478 or visit our website at sparklycleanservices.com. If you can get it dirty, we'll get it sparkly clean. Well, we're back in the home stretch of the podcast, She Who Believes, where today we are talking about no comparison, K-N-O-W. Know the power of comparison and how it can destroy your vision, how it can destroy your destiny if you are not careful to not compare, to not compare the lies of the enemy to the word of God. They have no standing. To not compare yourself to a still moment on Instagram, it's not real. To not compare the life of even the person next to you to the life that God has called you to. Walk out what he's called you to. 
Now we've discussed what knowledge is and we've discussed comparison. I'm going to wrap this up by asking you to say no. Yes, now I'm using the word spelled N-O. Do not allow what you see to determine or change your mind about what you know to be certain. There is no comparison opposite or equal to our God. There is nothing that this world can offer you that is better than what God has promised you. The ultimate promise being eternal life. There is also no problem, sickness, or situation that is bigger than our God. He is not to be compared and neither are you as his child. Anyone, any relationship, etc. that causes you to feel the pressures of comparison is no longer acceptable. In this season, God has spoken to many of you and he has given you a word, a promise, or instructions. I am encouraging you to believe God. Now, if I can do nothing else in this life, I want to leave a legacy of belief in the earth. I want to leave a trail blazed with faith and trust in God. I want a trail of miracles, signs, and wonders following, not for my name's sake, but for Christ. I want the world, including you, to see yourself the way God sees you, to see that you are valuable to him, so much so that he shed blood just to redeem you back to himself. Now, I've been asked to prove that God is real several times over the last year or so. I began to seek the Lord and I asked him how he wanted me to prove to the individuals that were asking that he was real. <laughs> I know you probably laughed as I said that, right? Me proving that God is real? Well, you got it. That's God's job. But what I can do is I can live my life believing that God is real and allowing the fruits of my faith to be seen by all. I pray you'll make up your mind to do the same. I pray you'll walk away from this podcast today knowing that you are more than enough for every task and title that has been given to you by God. I pray that you'll walk away knowing that you are too she or he who believes. For I know that your faith will bring you great reward both now and in heaven. Well, until next time, I want to encourage you to celebrate you to stretch your faith, go ahead and start that business, write the book or whatever it is God has told you to do. He's just waiting on you to make the move he has instructed for you to make. Now I know you feel foolish, but I promise you there's no comparison to our God and what he's about to do in your life. Now for the person that word is for, I am blessing God in advance for your miracle. I am praying for all of you who are listening, and I look forward to meeting you here next time. Blessings be unto you in the name of Jesus. We'll see you soon.